what specifically should we know about taxes or what kind of questions should we have in mind? Uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that there's a bunch of credits um, available for, for everybody. You're listening to On The Go Voice podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Welcome, everybody. For anybody listening, uh, I'm your host, uh, Charles Sabiaga, and my host here is Adrian Guzman. So How's it going, everybody? To the cash Flow Series. We're going to have individuals who are specialized in certain skills or industries that specifically aligns with anything that revolves around finance. And today, we are going to dive in, dive in a ta- uh, topic of uh, taxes. Like, I think that's one of the things that I, as a growing individual, has been something that I didn't really conceptualize until it started actually hitting me. And, and you know, especially when it comes down to jobs or even like businesses or there's a lot of things that we kind of like question, you know, and especially and even like with the um, Adrian himself, I'm sure with the transaction, just taxes involved and how does that work with the daily day to day basis. So uh, we have uh, Carlos Darwin Perez, who's uh, who's has done taxes for a couple of years now. And uh, he's also studying. Um, what were you studying again, bro? Sorry. Nursing. Nursing, that's right. So you're like on the hustle on the go, you know, so yeah. <laughs> welcome, bro. So uh, for for everybody listening, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself so that we can get to know a little bit more about you? Um, I'm Darwin. Um, I, I'm studying, currently studying nursing and I, well, the reason I'm here today is because I did, um, I've done, I've been doing taxes for about four years. Uh, it's kind of funny how I started. Um, honestly, I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting to learn about taxes. Uh, that was this year, I think it was back in 2014. Um, I, w- I went to do my taxes and um, this person told me, oh, you're only going to get like $50 back. And I was like, oh, like I see everybody with the big check. So why am I only getting 50 bucks back? Right. Um, but then um, so I was like, no, like, never mind. Thank you for like helping me. Like, I'll, I'll look into other possibilities. And I, um, at that time, I met the person that was about that was helping my mom out with her taxes, because her uh, boyfriend had trouble with his taxes and he owed the IRS. Um, but then the girl that uh, was going to help them, I said, "Oh, like, why are you guys going to pay them? Like, they they should be giving you money instead of taking money from you." So she's like, "Let me take a look at your taxes," and she did. She ended up buying his taxes and she's like no like you're gonna you're gonna get a refund for like three thousand dollars instead of only the IRS five thousand dollars so yeah, i was wow. like damn yeah like i was i was, I was like how's that <laughs> she she ended up looking at my taxes too and she's like no she's like you should be getting back like around a thousand dollars and i'm like wait what the like how's how and she's like don't worry she's like i'll i'll do the paperwork uh i just need these couple things from you and um uh, file for you and then she did file she ended up getting me back like around i think 1100 bucks okay which is a big comparison to 90 i think it was like 50 40 bucks that they were gonna yeah, give me. absolutely <laughs> so i was like damn hell yeah um and after that she uh we started talking uh like friends and then eventually like kind of like girlfriend and boyfriend mm-hmm. and she ended up teaching me how to do taxes nice She's like, oh, let me teach you how to do this so you can do it on your own. She can, you can do your mom and your stepdad's taxes and that's it. 
Okay, cool. That's a good little motivator. When did you get started? Uh, I was back in 2015, around there. Yeah, 2015. 2015. So oftentimes when tax season comes in, I'm, I'm assuming around like January to April yes. is when you start doing like taxes with people, right? You're yeah. offering usually, insurance. Usually, right? uh, usually I, uh, I do taxes for about three to four months. Uh, I usually do uh, end up finishing around late April. Uh, yeah, late April. Okay, cool. And now it's extended because of the whole quarantine thing. I believe yeah. like July 15, right? Yeah. So July 15 now is the new uh, extended yeah. deadline. That's for it's mainly for people that um, that usually pay uh, taxes and not get a refund. Uh, if you get a refund, you usually have like for the rest of the year to file taxes. Okay, that's awesome. Well, it's good to know. So, I mean, for the most part, we're here because uh, we want to know a little bit more about the basics when it comes down to taxes and if there's anything else that we can, that we should be informed so that it can, it can help us out and benefit us when it comes down to it. So, uh, with this being said, Adrian, is that okay if you take over the questions for this end? And I'll just jump in if there's anything I want to add on. Yeah, I mean, first I wanted to ask you, Arwen, you know, taxes were just kind of like, Again, something we don't learn about in school, something we kind of just have to figure out or maybe look at our parents, see what they're doing, or maybe just take to the same people our parents take into. But obviously we're seeing that, you know, sometimes we actually need to go with different tax payers because they know different things that affect us differently. Mm-hmm. But taxes overall, like what, why should we care? You know, what, sh- like, start, let's start there. Like, why should we care about taxes? Okay. The most important, well, I mean, in my opinion, the most important thing about taxes is credit. Sure, as a realtor, you you have to look up at people's credits in order for them to buy a house, correct? Right. Okay. So when you file taxes, and obviously you're claiming an income that you have, um, and that helps you if you pay your ta- if you if it's your turn to pay taxes and you pay the IRS, you're fine. They're you're you're good with the government, and when you apply for credit, you're gonna be fine. But if you don't you don't claim the earnings that you made in a year and the IRS finds out that you didn't make some money, but you didn't file taxes. They're going to make you pay. Well, if you didn't file, they're going to make you pay. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pay, that goes to collection and collection is bad for your credit. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's the, one of the main things is credit building the credit, um, making sure that, especially for those people that are trying to buy a house, you want to have a good amount of, uh, uh, you have you want to have a good uh, history of tax filing, right? And well, that's the biggest one. And then uh, the other things is like you know you might miss on a refund, uh, and like I said, if you don't file and you might you end up owing, you're gonna owe penalties and you're gonna owe interest. The interest is pretty high for the IRS. It's uh I think yeah, if I'm correct, it's five five percent every month or whatever you owe. Oy. And it cannot pass 25%, but 25% of whatever you owe is a big amount. Big chunk, That's yeah. $210 for being late. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> for, <Yeah. laughs> for everybody file. that pretty much says, yeah, just make sure to file. Um, pretty much sum up your reasons was number one, you need the income to qualify. If you're going to buy a house, maybe buy a car or something like that. Right. Um, let's say you have those penalties that's gonna it's gonna hurt your credit so therefore you can't afford to even it or even if you could afford to they're not gonna let you because of what we talked about earlier with um uh, what was the name steve that talked about credit it's not gonna let us work into buying something like that because the banks won't trust us and then the other one was penalties so there's so much money on the line that we don't even, we're not even seeing so we need to understand taxes okay so that brings me to my next question is you know 
what specifically should we know about taxes or what kind of questions should we have in mind asking our tax preparer like what do you what do you think we should know okay so um that there's a uh one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that there's a bunch of credits um available for for everybody not just for certain people for everybody uh and that's where most people miss out money on uh they file um they trust whoever or they trust big name brands like you no know, blog uh liberty and all those um just to do the taxes the right way um i found out that um, i'm not trying to say anything bad about like any of those brands <laughs> but um i did i have, do have some people that have done their taxes with them and then like they pay i think they end up paying like 200 and something dollars for filing uh plus they get a small amount of refund which when i do the taxes is a different amount usually higher and I don't charge them as much. So I'm like, why are they charging you this much and they're not getting you all these other credits that you did qualify for? I had to do people's taxes. I had to redo people's taxes that they've done with other companies because they um, they had uh, what's called credits claimed and they were they had the, like, the means to. Knowing your credits is one big thing. So yeah, people forget. Uh, they don't know what credits they're, uh, they qualify for. Also, they um, they know that they don't know that they can uh, do itemized or they can also do um, standard deduction. Let me give you the, the, a brief meaning of those. So, standard deduction is like uh, usually what most people claim on their tax returns. I mean, it's a certain amount of money that does not get taxed. So, for example, uh, a person, a single person. Uh, the the credit or the exemption that you uh, uh, the standard deduction for that person is nine thousand five hundred if I'm correct. So that means that whatever money you made in that year, nine thousand five hundred dollars do not get taxed. For a person that has that's head of household, meaning that they have a dependent, it doubles. It's eighteen thousand five hundred or something like that, or eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty. So that means $18,000, $18,000 do not get taxed, uh, which is a good, which is good because then like, let's say you made 20,000 and $18,000 doesn't get taxed. $2,000 are going to get taxed and you probably, you're pretty sure you're going to get a big amount of a refund plus the credits that come with uh, having dependence on your tax return. Uh, okay. That makes sense. So just so we know okay. what, yeah. Yeah. What are some of the most common credits that we should like just know about? Because I'm, I'm sure okay. most of us know child tax credit, but what other credits are there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, there's other, uh, okay, so for students, uh, there's the life learning credit and the American opportunity credit. Uh, there's the savers credit for those people that have like Roth IRAs or IRAs or 401ks. Uh, and then there's, uh, what other one? Uh, let me see, the most common one. Uh, so the savers, uh, oh, another one. Uh, people that now a lot, a lot of people have Teslas or people, those people that can afford Teslas, uh, they, you can actually get a credit for that. Um, it's for energy um, reservation or something like that. It's a credit that uh, usually the company like Tesla or wherever you have a smart car or a hybrid car, they send you a, uh, like a certificate with a certain, uh, with a number that you, when you file taxes, you put that number down and that's how you, um, you prove that you do have something that's energy efficient. So those are the most common ones. Though you can also do like renovations to your house. That does does are, solar uh, also work out too? Yeah, like solar exactly. Energy? Yeah, I'm thinking like exactly. Yeah, uh -huh. solar. Um, like uh, what other things? Uh, 
there's like turbines and all that stuff like anything that makes wow. your house more energy efficient that quali qualifies you for um for credits and usually like it's a good amount like uh i done this year i had a couple people come over with those type of credits and um it was usually like 500 a thousand dollars around there so it's i mean oh. it's money <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so aside from watching this podcast what other ways that we can prepare for like the next tax seasons like let's say for tax season 2021 what should we do oh, yeah. to prepare for it okay so the main thing that you want to do uh, when preparing for tax season um so I, I, um, I know i mentioned um certain deduction and itemize itemize i, I don't think I, I mentioned what itemize is but itemize is for those people that usually pay um that buy a lot of things and pay a lot of taxes uh, and do charities or they do donations uh, so any of those things are um, that you can put, uh, if you have proof, you can put them in your taxes. And if the taxpayer, I mean, the tax preparer is not lazy, uh, that's, <laughs> uh, the tax preparer is not lazy, they can itemize everything that you'd like, tickets that you pay for food, but that have, that you pay taxes on clothes, uh, car bills or uh, medical bills, anything of that. And the taxes that you already paid, add up and sometimes it can be higher than you sign a deduction so if you want to prepare um you want to have those proofs of whatever like um the, of your item itemized deduction uh you want to have your previous uh tax return from the uh from the last year usually that's we just uh, we just usually need it for um to verify your information and when you electronically file, you also need a certain information that's in the last year's return. Um, you also need your W-2s, obviously. Uh, you need any other forms that you do have with um, that are for tax purposes, like uh, health coverage, uh, mortgage, uh, what else? Uh, oh, tuition, which is a big one. And then uh, uh, other certificates that, like, that you, like, for energy efficiency before we go into the whole how do we prepare for in next year's taxes let's let's yeah. stick to right now like for those of us that haven't reported taxes like in my case i'm a realtor uh -huh. i'm most likely going to have the self-employment but i'm also going to have itemized deductions um you went into standard deduction which is pretty much a standard deduction get for being single head of household married or whatever you're going to okay. claim uh -huh. so that that's standard that's pretty much set in stone so uh -huh. that's awesome we can pretty much Google that. The itemized part is what I want to hear you talk about. What, what's the difference between itemized? Can you combine it with your standard? Or how does it work? What okay, is so it? Th there's a difference. You, you cannot combine it. It's either or. Mm -hmm. So you either claim standard deduction, which is very, very common. About 80 to 90% of people do. Uh, and then the rest do itemize, which is people that like do a lot of buying and a lot of like, uh, they do charities. And usually, uh, which, whichever number is higher is the one that you want to claim. So, uh, so let's say your um, your standard deduction is uh, higher than your itemized, then you're gonna use your standard. But if your um, what's it called um, sorry, your itemized is uh, is um, higher. Usually, it's, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But if you do charities and stuff like that, it usually is going to be higher, and that's the number you're going to use. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, so itemized means that you just claim uh, like taxes that you paid on other things, and you do have the proof, like 
tickets or um, stubs or anything that helps you prove that you did do uh, those things. Mm -hmm. And it's usually the taxes that you paid on those things. Charities, that's full on. But like, let's say you bought a car, right? Mm -hmm. And you pay taxes for that car, which, which are usually high. And let's say you bought a brand new car, it's like $30,000. And like the taxes is like, what, like like $4,000, right? More or less, yeah. Okay, so $4,000. And then you paid two, $3,000 in federal tax. That's 7000 already. And then let's say uh, you did a donation of like another 5000 So that's already 12000 so those twelve thousand is already higher than your standard deduction because your standard deduction is nine thousand five hundred if you're doing single. Uh, the item S is now twelve thousand, so that means twelve thousand dollars are not going to get taxed. I see. Okay, so you're basically picking whichever suits you yeah. more, and the way you make that happen for you is if you, you know, take the time to write down the kind of taxes that you have, like on your groceries, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. and car and you add them all together if they're higher than your standard then you go with your itemized if they're not they're say seven thousand you stick to your single which is nine thousand five hundred whatever it was right you and get it, me bro <laughs> okay perfect now we, i understand uh, it at least i know i'm explaining it a little good, uh, <laughs> <somewhat> good. more <laughs> or less <laughs> okay and, and and the standard deductions is different for everybody right as in like singles and head of households or is it all the same nine thousand it's uh it is it is different so um let me uh let me tell you so for a single is nine thousand five hundred uh more mm -hmm. or less uh for head of household uh it's it's double that so it's around eighteen thousand to nineteen thousand uh for married couple uh for married people it's twenty four thousand uh and uh yeah that's it so those just those three so single oh. married and um household head of household got it oh what about what about the marriage filing separately because i know that was something uh, do they lose credits what happens there okay so it's uh okay so it, it it's kind of like uh sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's better just to do it like together uh okay. but there is sometimes where um where it's more convenient to do it like separately okay uh the instance where you want to do them separately um is where let's say you have a spouse that's just about to become a resident um that if you put them in your in your taxes you might lose out on some credits because there's those there are certain credits that are only for people that are citizens or residents not for immigrants uh like i'm gonna give you a, a big example right now with the whole thing going on with the economy uh so well everybody got a stimulus check right or mostly everybody um but there's people that didn't get their uh their stimulus check because they had they filed uh with their spouse that's an immigrant so that was a big thing. A lot of people were like, oh, they were pretty mad, which is, I mean, you know, which is understandable. True. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, but it's because they filed with their spouse that's an immigrant um, and they, they're not getting that money. Uh, and if, if they were doing taxes, they're not getting certain credits. But if they're um, if they do item, uh, let's say they do it separately, it's only 12,000. So it's um, so it's not even that big difference. Okay, so twelve thousand for each person, and then only one person can claim credits; the other person can't. Makes sense, and that's gonna be the person that has citizenship here yeah. in the states. Okay, that or makes let's sense. Let's say they both have like citizenship, um, and they want to do it separately. They can, uh, like I said, it's twelve thousand for each person, but only one person can claim credits, not mm -hmm. both. Yeah, so it's 
has his pros and cons. It usually always makes sense to marry to put married filing jointly as opposed to marriage filing separately. Is yeah. that pretty much what it is? Uh huh. It's 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 more um yeah. But like I said, there's it's just certain situations where you want to do it separately. Where it calls for it, it makes sense. So then okay, I think pretty much clears a lot of the air. So let's jump back into the question. Like, how should we prepare for 2021 taxes? What what do you think about that? Main thing is, um, let's say you want to do itemize because you think you might be paying more taxes than, than your standard deduction, then you want to save all those tickets or all those like, uh, yeah, everything that's proving that you pay more taxes than your standard deduction. Uh, keep them safe. Uh, it might be a lot of paper, but you only have to hold them until like your tax return for next year is um, good. And after that, like you can trash them, you can shred them, you can do whatever you want. Um, but you do have to keep them for a year. Um, medical bills. Have uh, you paid any medical bills out of your own pocket? Not insurance. Uh, you want to save those because um, those do get the, a full. Oh, sorry. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I was gonna say for medical bills, the things like a leave, Tylenol, those things cost as me- or count as medical bills. Uh, uh, sorry. What do you mean? I'm kind of. Uh, yeah, like if I go to the store and buy like at Walgreens, CVS, and I buy Tylenol or leave or Advil. Oh yeah. Uh, would that be counted? Okay, like the taxes on that, right? Yeah, no, actually, that that would be the price of it, not the taxes. Oh, I see. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. Yeah, oh, for, uh, anything that's medical, it's full on. It's not like just taxes. Uh, let's say you paid a $3,000 bill, that's going to be an exemption, on, a, a $3,000 exemption on your taxes. Wow. Yeah, it's that's crazy, okay. bro. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, most people have insurance, uh, but there is those people that do not have insurance for whatever reason and like, um, it's nice to know that you can put that in your in your taxes and you get a big tax break. Okay, awesome. Okay, sounds as long good. As you so- pay them within that year, though. So, like, if you pay, let's say you get a bill and you only paid, uh, it's for three thousand dollars, but you only paid a thousand dollars this year, you can only use a thousand dollars for 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 your taxes. Oh, I see. So if you put like an installment plan, you only have this percentage of the installment plan play, paid. That's what you can put as a deduction. The rest for next year if you pay it all off right pretty much That's correct makes then, sense um, you also want to have like your last year's return uh you want to have tuition forms that that you pay tuition uh mortgage forms um the another one that uh, well we're gonna get accepted for it next year but if you don't have health coverage you usually get a, a penalty uh you have to have full coverage for the year but um let's say you only have coverage for like half a year and um, when you file, you're going to pay a fee. Uh, if you don't have uh, coverage for the whole year, you're still going to pay a fee. So, and that fee is usually, it can range from 200 to $500, which is quite a bit. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. So then we do have a lot of entrepreneurs and businessmen that, you know, watch the podcast, but a lot of our audience is really young and maybe don't have their own business yet. So maybe as a student, you know, that's going to school and, you know, working, you know, a decent job. What are some of the top mistakes that they make when filing taxes that, you know, they can maybe revise for this year and get a bigger refund next year? What what kind of things should we be looking out for? Uh, okay. So I think uh, the biggest mistakes is um, not, I think, well, not being ready overall, not having the correct forms. They think, they, oh, I just need my W-2. That's it. Bam. Yeah, you can do your taxes like that but you're not going to get a lot of the credits. So that's one thing. Another thing is entering the wrong information. Like that's a big, big one. Like people want to do their taxes and like they enter the wrong information and then 
they like they usually get something from the IRS they're like oh like uh so like this doesn't match what we have in file and that will like make your tax return like take a lot longer probably like three or four months longer um so if if you think if you if it's only uh, what i would recommend is if you if you only have a w-2 to do your taxes then that's i mean you can do that on your own just make sure that you enter the information correct but if you want to claim credits, I would get somebody to like help you out just to make sure that you're getting every last uh, every last piece of money that you can get. So it sounds like if you're just going you're just going to work, coming back, coming to pretty you know steady you know secure job, you know like maybe go, having a job at Ralph's or having a job at McDonald's, you make thirty, maybe forty a year. Um, just do it on your. Do you could just do it yourself if it's pretty that's if it's that simple. But if you're going to school there is a lot of credits you might be missing out and it's worth going to someone like yourself to kind of get a second opinion as to how much more money you can get because of the credits available to students and maybe the itemized deductions might stick. And if you have a son or daughter, that might be important too. So, okay. That, yeah, that's important. Right. <laughs> Charles, what do you think of all of this? <laughs> I think from someone who isn't a specialized in general knowledge, in general knowledge about taxes, Learning from someone like Carlos to kind of explain about this and even touch on the little things, I'm going to be completely honest, some of the things I'm just like, whoa, what did he just say? <laughs> Pass by. However, it, it gave me a bigger perspective. I'm just like, okay, cool. And the, the biggest thing about this that I see is that there's a lot of advantages that we can use and to be practitioners <laughs> about it so that we can maximize not just our earnings, our savings, but like overall our financial education in the long term, because that's what the series is about too, you know, for us to be more educated about it. And the more we consume things like this, like hearing from someone like Carlos, um, it advances us, it puts us in advantage, you know, so all good, you know, for, for the time being, um, I know you mentioned some of the top mistakes, especially with younger people. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, I I just handed over my mom literally uh <laughs> one of her her friends who does taxes for me. I was gonna pay like over five four hundred, five hundred, maybe paying somebody else who goes into a regular store. I actually don't know, but I only paid like less than two hundred literally for her to do it, and I got like all like the money that I didn't expect, like over. Mm -hmm thousands i'm like oh bet you know okay so it's nice to have that little bit of advantage and sometimes it's kind of like complicated you know one question i would want to add on is um i know you mentioned you know some of the things like preparing some of the taxes for yourself like keeping the receipts and mm -hmm. having your w2 all together um what what do you think how, how can we sort this so that when we prepare it for taxes for next year it's not all complicated because when we look at taxes it's like yo this is kind of messy you know oh, so yeah, it can get messy <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying so like once we start organizing them it gets easier because we're ahead of it so right now is a good time if you've already filed you know but, but even someone who's filing what how can they best organize the things that they need so that they can get it the faster and get the most out of it okay so uh, so for me, I'm just gonna give you my example. When um, before I do taxes, like I make, uh, like I said, um, I have a, like this binder where I put everything that, like, let's say I'm an itemized. Uh, I put receipts every time I go to the store. Like, you know, instead of like trashing the receipt or something, um, I put it in that binder, and it gets pretty full. So I, you can do it like that. Um, you can put your receipts. You can put your forms that you start getting. You usually start getting forms around. Uh, mid-January to like uh, late February 
um, your school form is usually available. Your tuition form is usually available uh, on your school site. Uh, so you can just log in and they usually have a link where you can download it. Uh, mortgage, you usually get it February, mid-February, as far as I know. Health coverage, um, if you have insurance, they usually send it to you on late January or usually, or sometimes even early January. Um, and yeah, so you just organize yourself with a binder or whatever and make sure that whatever you put in there, don't take it out. Unless like, I mean, if you do need it, but if not, just leave it right there. And once at the end of the year, you're like, okay, I have everything that I need or yeah, I have everything that I need. Take it to the person that's going to help you with taxes and be like, okay, so like, uh, I want to do my taxes. And sometimes it doesn't hurt to get a second opinion. I usually do tell like people that come to me like, okay, like this is, uh, this is the estimation of whatever I can get you. So, uh, but I would do, I would do recommend for you to like get a second opinion. Sometimes they already got a second opinion. They're like, oh, I'm like, I want to see your opinion. When and you mean I, by second opinion, do you mean by a person who knows a little bit more or like another? No, uh, just a different tax repair. Okay. Just to make sure. Yeah, because like sometimes it varies. Like uh, I had people, like I said, come to me and say that they owe. And then when they do the taxes, they end up getting money back. Got it. So they probably missed out some information. Right? That's yeah. that's perfect. So I uh, that's good that you kind of put it in step by step. So what I'm getting out of it, especially for even younger folks, uh, when your work taxes, your W-2s and everything like that, student and healthcare, right? Yeah. And also itemize like receipts that relate to something that you could, um, that you pay taxes on. That you pay taxes on. Um, is there anything else that we can add on to that list? Mm-hmm. For, uh, I mean, for like your typical, uh, person that, for, uh, to file taxes, no, but it, I mean, I guess if you're, if you're, let's say a small business, um, Perfect. I was gonna jump into so, that. Um, that's yeah. that's okay. So let's say we're running a small business or uh, some sort of like a marketing agency or a small little e-commerce store or even like someone like uh, Adrian who is more self-employed and uh, relies on income from his own sense of productivity. What are we? Pre- what should we prepare for from then on? Okay. So for uh, when it comes to small businesses, uh, it's it's a whole different story <laughs> uh obviously uh you do want to have your basics um like let's say you do pay tuition all these other things you want to have the basics that come in an individual a normal person's taxes but you also want to have like okay so let's say you're your own real small business marketing uh money that you pay or money that you pay for marketing you want to have proof of that you want to have uh you can also um what's called deduct your meals uh, like professional meals so let's say you had a meal with a customer or whatever, or during your work time, you can also put that car bills, car payments, everything that require is required for you, like for your business to for you to run your business. You want to have proof of that. Bills. Uh, let's say you have your own little space somewhere in the city. Uh, obviously, you want to have the bill to that, or the like the uh, yeah the paper that proves that you did pay for that. Um, utilities. Um, the mileage that you put in your car because of your business uh utility i mean yeah utilities uh what other things do you want to have at hand um let me see oh obviously uh how much you made how much money you made how much money you or how much money you lost um you want to have uh, let's say you buy a bunch of products you want to have that proof that you bought those products and how much did you sell and how much did you not sell so you want to have proof of every little thing 
regarding your business. Uh, and usually those are a little, I've done uh, like quite a few and they're very, very complicated. It takes me about like, like almost a whole day to like run through them just to make sure I, I, there's no mistakes in my part and that they're actually getting like as much, uh, I mean, usually as a business owner, you're not going to get, you're not going to get a refund, but yeah, you, you, you gonna, tend to pay, pay more, tax. but you want to minimize it when it comes down to it. Right. Exactly. You don't want to pay as much taxes. Um, but uh, usually, so what I usually tell like small business owners, I was like, oh, save like, save like around $2,000, $3,000. Uh, so at the end of the year, you can pay your taxes because sometimes they end up wasting their money and like, you know, you get this bill at the end of the year and you're like, oh, shoot, like, you know, I owe $2,000 in taxes, which is, I mean, in the IRS, if you talk to the IRS, like you can usually set up a payment plan and they're fine with that. Cool. That, that, that's good uh, to know. Yeah, so you don't have to pay everything in full. So you're, you're not like, oh, I have $3,000. I owe, like, I have to pay all in full. No. Right. Is, so, so with that being said, Carl, sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. For you to be able to claim a tax as a business, what amount of income should you be producing? Because mm. like, let's say for me, Mm -hmm. Right. Like, let's say this whole pod, this whole on the go voice actually started <laughs> making profit, which, you know, uh, eventually it's going to be something. <laughs> right. What amount do I have to actually reach for me to actually write something's off? Uh, OK, so the minimum amount for, and, and for any person or business, um, I think um, if I'm right, so a little I think it's like three thousand dollars. Yeah. Anything that you make above three thousand dollars, you have to like claim it. Uh, anything under that, it's not relevant. Um, for a normal person, like for a normal uh, tax filer, they only have to um, anything above sixteen hundred. They have to like let no IRS that they did make that money. Okay. If it's like a thousand dollars that they made in a job that I only got mm -hmm. for like some like a few like a month or so, they don't have to claim it. Uh, but if they if it was like sixteen hundred, right at the sixteen hundred, mm -hmm. you do have to claim it. Okay. That's uh, good for a small business, it's anything I think above three thousand nine hundred dollars. Even even self employed, because I've done Uber and Lyft before in the past, but then I didn't make enough where I need to write things off, which is good, you know. So it's obviously not the same way. So it's not a W two. It's like a ten ninety eight. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, hold on. I'm trying. To, I think it's a ten ninety nine miscellaneous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one. So I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell is going on. You know? <laughs> so yeah. good to know that you're kind of uh, that you're elaborating on this thing. Um. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, anything that you want to add on, Adrian? I just wanted to ask you, Darwin. Like at the end of the day, with everything said and done, like what are some things that we can do to just get a big refund, or at, you know, one thing we can do to get a bigger refund. The biggest thing you can do is always get a second uh, opinion. Like if one person tells you, oh, like you're going to get a thousand dollars back, uh, there's a good amount of chances that you might be getting a, lot, a little bit more or a lot more. So just, uh, it doesn't hurt. I mean, they're not going to tell you, no, like don't go get a second opinion. They're going to tell you, all right, cool. So just get a second opinion and, um, and be prepared to be, have everything that you need because if you don't, then, um, then you're not going to be able to claim certain credits. Um, another thing is make sure that you do them with somebody that you do trust because sometimes um, the biggest thing is um, sometimes that I see in doing people's taxes that they've done them with other people before is um, they're like the people that have done their taxes before is lazy. Uh, they just um, download the information from prior year and they put the new W2 and that's it. Like that takes like less than five minutes. 
and they're charging you $200, $200 plus for that. I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's not fair. Uh, so uh, make sure that you, the person that's doing taxes, that you do trust them or that they have uh, the best in mind for you. Because you are paying them for a service. So that makes sense. Okay, so I think you brought up a really good point, which is, guys, you don't just go with the person that gives you the biggest refund or makes you pay the least amount of money to the IRS. You go with the person that you feel confident and trust and yeah, exactly. give, you, give you that peace of mind that, you know what, this person did them right. It may not be exactly what I wanted, but I feel good that I'm doing it with them. So that's a really good point. Um, yeah, like, uh, I, I mean, I had people for over four years, like, um, and I, I get new people, like, a few here and there. And they, I mean, I, their information stays with me. I never, like, you know, talk about their information with anybody else. Um, it's in my computer. It's safe. Um, and it's mainly friends that I, most of them are friends or friends of my family that do their taxes with me. So like, I, I like to keep their information safe and I try to get them the best refund because I mean, it's, you know, it's money that they're entitled for. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, thanks for sharing that by the way. So I think at this end, um, we're pretty much resolved on the questions we had for taxes, um, which is dope. You know, thanks for taking the time to share some of that. So with that being said, I know you said you were also studying, uh, you were in, uh, studying in, in, you were in the nursing program, right? Um, not yet. Not yet. I'm or stu you're studying like for, to yeah. be in the nursing program, yeah. right? So does that, does that mean while you're doing this taxes, like your extra hustle or, or are you, do you plan to still do people's taxes in the future while still being, once you become an actual uh, registered nurse? Uh-huh. They know, yeah, they, they always said the people that I do in Texas always ask me the same question every yeah. year, <laughs> and I get it every it's like, year. It's bro, not like, even like, like, our, like our, <laughs> what do we need you in the future? Are you gonna be too busy? <laughs> no, I told them, uh, like, uh, it's something that, like, it doesn't, like, um, it's like a hobby of mine. Okay. Um, I like learning new things, and nice. I like, I do, I do plan on keeping it even after I, like, mm -hmm. I become an RN. Nice. Um, that's just, um, gonna be there like for the people that do want me to do their taxes and they still trust me with them uh i'm gonna be there regardless yeah. if i'm on rn or not um it's it's a it's a it's it, it helps uh, how can i say this? it makes me feel like i'm helping somebody because like uh, and that side like you know i know that i'm getting them the most amount of money that they can get for like love it uh, it can be like two or three thousand dollars more than they're they mm -hmm. previously gonna get so yeah, and, and that's a and I I could tell just by the fact that you're willing to help out people so they can see more for themselves because you know and the same thing with nursing I bet or you're looking into it because you want to be able to help people as well and that's but however that's a big transition from someone into taxes and like the financial side into the health and science which is a more like specific nursing program what what made you decide to go that route uh okay the nursing part or the tax part. <laughs> Then were you always in the nursing or nursing? No, so I'm already 26. I just turned 26. Cool. Uh, right after high school, I just I recently. Do it. Uh, what, what do you mean? Did you just turn 26 recently? Yeah. Oh, happy uh, January. Okay, so I was a little. <laughs> no, not not recently. But... Recent, recently. <laughs> <laughs> not sure, not sure. this week. <laughs> not this recent. Uh, but thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so right after high school, I don't want to do engineering, but like I, I took classes and I was like, eh, that's you didn't like me. it. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't. Um, I took some business classes and they were interesting, but not, not for me. They were not my career that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. 
okay. um, looked into physical therapy. Um, I saw some, like I saw more things that I liked there, mm-hmm. but it didn't satisfy me. Like I did volunteer at, uh, for a PT and like, uh, it was, it was nice, but it just didn't satisfy uh the what i wanted to get out of it mm-hmm. um and then um i ended up volunteering at a hospital and i was there for a while and um i fell in love with it i i saw myself waking up every day and like being there that's um, awesome i'm not afraid to see like gory stuff right right, like, right um i always have the best um like i want to see people get better i've seen people at hospital like being yeah. from like almost dead to like mm. completely wake up and like they're back in their house and yeah, like, like, that makes me happy yeah, and that's awesome, knowing man. knowing that i'm able to like at least like you know help on like in, yeah. the, in the most little way like even if it's just like you know like changing them when they, they mm. can like you know they can't go to the restroom by themselves um or little things like it just makes me happy like being there yeah that's awesome bro and i um to to but a little, I think your your wife now, right? Who was also yeah. my neighbor a while back. She's yeah. studying the same thing, right? Yeah, she's already in the program, so she's yeah. a little ahead of me. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. A little dual couple, and yeah, and, so, and you guys are both into fitness, so I love to see that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I I'm so like freaking out right now. Like, I, it's already been a month since I haven't like got <laughs> out of gym, and I'm like, yeah. uh, like I'm like uh, trying uh, to trying to keep your head together. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me, the gym right now is just running, cool. running every, like I think four times a week. Now we're doing four okay. times a week. Cool, um, cool, but. Um, anything uh, besides that, um, the like the tax thing, uh, that was just something that like uh, I always like learning new things. Like I, I'm up for it all the damn time. Like right now, I'm uh, I'm taking a class in uh, for Harvard. So for you guys, I want to like see what um, Harvard is actually offering like free classes. Right I now, heard. Right now. I heard. Yeah. So I, I I found a, a class for um, code developing or like computer science. So yeah, it has nothing wow. to do with like you know, with, you know what I, so I. That sounds interesting. So I was like, oh, I'm like okay. okay, like I I know quite a bit about computers, uh, not as much as other people, but like I know quite a bit, and like I want to know, like yeah, just because I like that, bro. I like that because I, I I too fucks with people who because I myself I like to grasp every little fucking thing, right. you know, it's, and just learn as much as I know can. Something. Yeah. It's interesting. You know? <laughs> I being, I like that. You know. So with that being said, I mean, what's what's your plan for the next uh, couple of years? Once you transition into the nursing program, or even once you graduate, what's your future looking like? You know, especially with you're gonna have a family. I mean, uh, the biggest obviously, thing, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Hopefully, sometime. But uh, that's not gonna be. That's not the first thing in my plan. Okay. Uh, the first thing in my plans is um, as soon as I graduate, like I just want to get a house. <laughs> so I might come to you, Adrian. Uh, nice I'll be and uh what's it called um after that I like travel like that's my biggest thing like i uh the world is so big that like i, I just want to explore everything that you know like the desert even if like you know if it's for a little bit because I, I i'm very sensitive to the heat but uh you know go to the desert go to the like new places that i've never been to that's and that's a goal for my wife too like we love traveling so as soon as we graduated we're like all right we're gonna start traveling as much as we can to get it out of the way and then eventually, you know, build a family and go from there. That's awesome. So those, those are, those are, that's what I see in my future. Just yeah. traveling, uh, you know, having a normal house, not a big house. People have dreams of like big houses. That's not me. Like I just want like a comfortable house. Absolutely. Car that gets me around and have money to be comfortable, like to go out wherever I want to go mm-hmm. out. 
uh, travel wherever I want to go travel. Love so. it, love it. That's awesome, bro. I, I'm definitely looking forward for, especially for you guys. And uh, I mean, I've already seen a lot of my friends having their own family, so it's great to see. You, like, <laughs> it's great. Like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody listening, do you have any last words that you might want to uh, bring out or say to anybody listening? Uh, let's see. Um, just stay safe right now during this time that we're going through. Like I, 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 I never imagined like um, the things we were gonna go through. I, I when one day I hear about some virus and then you know the next are like oh we're quarantine or like our stay at home order, and um, like it's it's a big change. It's a difficult time for everybody, not just for you know, not just for me. You know, everybody's dealing with some type of thing. Like some people are losing jobs. Some people are like you know they're they're in the hospital because they they're sick with the uh with the virus uh some of us uh like you know they're we're, we're still working and um still trying to like like we're pretty much in the front line like uh, um, anybody that does healthcare, anybody that's a firefighter anybody that's a policeman uh store people that work at stores or uh, like all these people are like in the front line because like they have to work and they have to be constantly exposed to um, to to the health hazard so um just stay safe um if you guys um did um for the stimulus i know that's one thing that we didn't go over um so people that filed last year you guys should be good if you, if the information is still correct it's still the same one as this year um or if you guys follow this year you guys are still good um they made a tool the irs made a tool uh, on their website where um if, let's say they don't have the right information for your uh, paycheck you can um you can fill it out with your routing information and your bank account, and um, just submit it right away. And um, after that, you should you should be able to get your money. You can track it right there too. They also have a tool for that. So um, just right now, save up. Uh, if you do have money to spare, uh, even if you got the check, the best thing you can do is invest. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I save that money. It's not it's not for shopping. In my opinion, it's not for shopping. It's, you know, it's it's for you to have something just in case there's an emergency. Love it, bro. That's that's a great plan. You know, so glad to hear from you. So for anybody listening, where where can they find you now? Just in case maybe you might be their future tax preparer while you're still going to school. Uh, well, they can always reach me in like an Instagram. Uh, but I mean, if not, they you can always like um, uh, email me. So my email is Perez D S and I C S and Charles <laughs> over here. One eight hey. <laughs> at life.com and um you guys can always reach me right there uh, my phone number too if you guys want to reach me um sometimes i don't answer the phone but just leave me a voicemail so my phone number is 805-758-4016 um and just hit me up like i honestly like um like if you guys if you just want some like to know something about your taxes just let me know like i you know i'm not going to charge you for that like i you know i'll I'll inform you about it, and then if you do decide to do your taxes, then uh, it's up to you. But like, um, I don't mind like telling people, oh, like this is what you can do for your taxes, and ask this person too. Thanks, man. Sorry, oh, it was sorry, muted. Okay. <laughs> but I just oh, want to say, <laughs> yeah, I just want to say thank you for being on. You know, I, I know you're busy your own thing as well, but like taking time to share some of your knowledge definitely helps out. We appreciate it. No, thank and, you uh, guys for having me. It was course. my first time, man. Like, Perfect. I'm like. I, I'm like freaking out. Like I'm like, uh, how's <laughs> this good, gonna bro. sound one day? I, I have a way of making this look good, you know. So <laughs> but, hopefully, but, hopefully. <laughs> that being said, um, yeah, for any, everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. I think this is the last episode of the cash flow series. So maybe in the next uh time we bring the series up again, we'll have some 
other interesting topics and you know but other than that thanks for tuning in guys have a good rest of your day thank you guys hey what's up everyone hope you took some notes and got some valuable information out of this podcast episode definitely was a handful to take down so and this is the last episode of the cash flow series if you got feedback or any suggestions for this episode this series or the podcast in general for future purposes don't hesitate to let me know leave a review or message me on my social media handles at charles creates underscore and follow on the go voice on instagram facebook twitter and youtube for more future updates as we evolve this platform thanks again for tuning in guys